welcome. You're listening to TV Donut, the podcast where we listen to the first and final episodes of a TV series first season, and then we try to figure out, you know, what storylines we missed in the middle, what happened, what we haven't been privy to. Uh, I'm Piers Ray. Joining me as always is... Saskia. And Hannah. Perfect. Uh, today we're discussing 24. It's our very first, what we're going to call, special episode of TV Donut. There are also going to be very special episodes of TV Donut, but we'll get to that later. The reason it's a special episode is that for the first time, uh, one of us has seen 24 in its entirety, Mm -hmm. while the other two of us have never seen an episode of it. Which is amazing, considering that it was on for eight seasons? Eight. Eight Uh, And then it was renewed for another season, which came back last year. Saskia, as you can guess, is the diehard fan. And I'm, at the moment, exceedingly nervous... To go into this? Why are you nervous? Mm. Why are you nervous? Well, because she's in a position now where she has to defend something that she loves, that she's been telling us for months. With we all my heart. With all my heart. That you didn't watch it when it was originally on. You just recently watched it. Just recently, yes. How long did it take you to get through the entire eight seasons? Not long. Not How long? long? How long? Um, Guesstimate. Maybe uh, two months. Two months, eight seasons, at 24 episodes a season. There were uh, there were certain days when I watched uh, eight episodes. That's Jesus. crazy. No, it was, it was a very, watch? very great time of my life. Well, there you go. So before we get into the discussion of 24, uh, what we want to do is maybe talk a little bit about our own personal tastes. Now, all three of us are writers. We met at school. At and Vancouver Film School. We now get together once or twice a week to watch TV, and we have found lots of shows that we all love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's been one we've watched that one of us wasn't really on board with. No, the first one we watched was uh, well, Battlestar Galactica. Well, yes. Battlestar uh, Which was together. my recommendation. I'd seen it before and loved it. And you totally turned me on to it. I've been avoiding it for years because I thought it would be too much of a time commitment, but it was... Totally worth it. It was one of the longest series that we watched. Yes, it was. Yeah, usually yeah. we pick shorter things. Deadwood, much shorter. Deadwood was incredible. I had never seen that, and Pierce oh. had. That made oh. it into my top five. Made actually number four spot. Yeah. We wouldn't be talking about today, Definitely. but it just came up. Because but it's... the interesting thing is that you, if you dug deep down into what you know our most favorite genres are, or mm-hmm. like what we would say is our favorite stuff it would be totally different, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. So what I want to do before we start uh, talking about 24 is, okay, let's say tomorrow you meet your new best friend. Now, this person is everything you've wanted in a person you want to spend all your time with. You just get along, you have all the same things in common, and you just know this is going to be someone you're friends with for life. But this person grew up let's say, as a missionary. Their parents traveled or lived in a third world country. They have never seen anything mm-hmm. on television. Mm-hmm. So what are the three shows that you immediately make them watch before they move forward with the rest of pop culture? Oh, that's, so, that's, that's a, a different story than but because they're a missionary, my favorite shows. I'll go first. Okay. Let's, I, I got a couple. Right. I'm obviously Twin Peaks. Top three. Let's say number three is Twin Peaks? No, number one Okay. Twin Peaks. I'm starting with a bullet because that's the one I'm but, always sure about. Twin Peaks, also my favorite series of all time. Okay. Uh, I would not recommend to somebody who hasn't seen any television because that's a 
huge and so, it's so weird and not typical yeah. of a TV show but that, that it the, shouldn't be I I wouldn't feel comfortable I'm not recommending gonna, I'm not it as gonna worry too much about experience. the person I'm showing it to I you. wouldn't I either because it's also they don't have a typical experience they'd have nothing to compare to so if that's Very the true. thing you think is the greatest thing that's ever been on television that is the first thing you should show them that's it's not going to be like I don't get it because it's not like a normal procedural or it's not funny or it's mm -hmm. not they would have no frame of reference now I'm just going to say for the record mm -hmm. that I actually haven't seen all of Twin Peaks uh, it's going to be I soon. saw it here and there when it was originally on my mom was a huge fan and right. I tried to rewatch it again at everyone's insistence and I don't think I made it past episode three one of these days we are going to get you all the way through it Okay, so, okay, well, so. there we go. Maybe I'm wrong, because they both have the same number one show. My number one show would be, is, and always will be Buffy the Vampire I knew Slayer. it. I knew it. Yeah. It's... Baffling. I, I didn't... Not baffling. Very it's a great show. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a great show. Very quickly, I did not watch it when it was originally on either. Mm -hmm. Um... I was a big um, fan of Entertainment Weekly, which I still am, and every fall I read their television issue. Right. There was an article in there about Buffy when they were bringing Dawn into the picture, which is Buffy's little sister. Right. Mm -hmm. I was a huge fan of the movie, which a lot of people hate, but mm -hmm. I think I guess I was at the right age and saw it when it first came out, and I was in love with Luke Perry, so of course it was just like, this is the greatest thing ever, and it was hilarious. I found it really funny. It's campy. It's, it's just, you know. I've never seen it. It's great. It's I love so it. It's so funny to think that you were in love with Luke Perry. Are I you know. still in love well, with Luke Perry? Well, original 90210, of course. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, first I loves mean, never die. Yeah. Him and, and Pacey are, you know, forever. Forever my secret boyfriends. Who is Pacey? Joshua Jackson. Okay, uh, that's okay. a Dawson's Creek reference. He, he's, that was his character on Dawson's Creek. So. Gotcha. Anyways, we're getting way off topic. Mm -hmm. So the point is, I read the article in Entertainment Weekly about how that uh, Buffy would be getting a sister, which I thought was the absolute most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard in my life. Right. She didn't have a sister, <laughs> and all of a sudden they were introducing a 14-year-old girl who was now her sister. Mm -hmm. So I tuned in to watch the episode just to see like how they could possibly justify that, yeah. and it was so incredible, still having no reference or understanding except having seen the movie, so knowing you know who Buffy was, what a vampire slayer was. I went back and watched the entire thing and now I've seen it I don't know dozens of times it's but it's the best I only also just recently watched that in its entirety from beginning to end and you fell in love with it all over again well no I never had seen the whole thing I'd seen like episodes from the first season and a couple from later seasons but never saw the whole thing until like two years ago maybe a year ago and then I went and watched Angel after yes, that. Yes, which, which is the huge sign that you are a super Buffy nerd, because you don't go and watch four seasons of the spinoff. Oh, it was five. Five seasons. Excuse me. I, the fourth I season have being, never seen every episode of Angel. The fourth season was maybe the worst worst thing I've ever seen yeah. on television. I think I, I skipped <laughs> Quite over, potentially. I skipped over that whole uh, Connor impregnates. I, 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 uh, yeah, it was a and rough for time. me, because, because Connor was so awful in that show, I had a hard time watching Mad Men at the oh, beginning. Oh, but he's great on that. He is great, and he's I got over it. Actor. He's um, he's um, what's his face? Vincent Cartheiser is the yes, actor. Vincent okay. Cartheiser is, uh, yeah, an incredible actor. And I think for what he had to do on Angel, shows like that where you're trying to just make the absolutely ridiculous <laughs> believable mm -hmm. is hard on the actors, I yes. think. And that's another reason why I love Buffy so much is that Sarah Michelle Gellar got so many opportunities to play a different 
side of herself. Mm-hmm. There's episodes where her and Faith switch characters. There's episodes where she's in a deep depression. There's episodes where she loses her mother, the only anchor that mm-hmm. she has to any kind of sanity. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. But the, this isn't the Buffy hour. <laughs> that's another so, show. Yeah, that's a very special that. episode of TV Donut where we were discussing that Saskia and I are possibly going to make a list of our top ten favorite Buffy episodes for Pierce to watch because he's been very resistant. I've seen a to, lot of to Buffy. the love. I know, and you, but you it's don't good. seem to get it's it. Good. I'm just not, uh, do you have other guy good. friends yeah. who feel the same way? Who say they've watched it and they just don't? And maybe it's we don't get a lot of of strong female characters with that much dimension. I that's not the that's not the issue for me. No, I'm saying that yeah. maybe that's why we attach to oh, it so I much see. is it's, that we don't often get that opportunity to be invested in. When it came um, out, there definitely would have been a lack of them. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Compared to if it came out today. Okay, number two. What's the second show? After they've watched Twin Peaks, the next thing you make them watch. All right, and that is an easy one for me. Okay. It's uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's Interesting. A, that's a great one. You are going to warp this person's mind. Welcome welcome to North America. That Here's is a show like, about North America. Oh, and it's man. And it's a fantastic, fantastic show, um, which has actually been great for the entire time. From that's a that's a quality I look for in mine as well. Consist consistently great and rewatchability. And every every week, I'm excited for the new episode, which is airing currently on on Wednesdays. Yeah, I'm a couple behind, but I will agree that it is an incredibly funny show. This season has been fantastic, and uh, yeah, I, again, I think that's a very weird choice for I guess because of the the <laughs> scenario I pose. But yeah, where they're a missionary, especially. It's all right, it's all right yeah. Uh, it would be interesting to hear their thoughts on that, definitely. <laughs> what would be your second one? Though? My number two is another one that we've watched together, a show that I've loved since it was on, uh, Veronica Mars, exactly. Oh, another strong one. female protagonist who is great. deals with a lot of emotional drama. Again, teen stuff is, is my bread and butter, I've mm-hmm. said it before, it's just, I just love it, I think... It's the only time you can justify, like, everything being the end of the world all the time. When you watch Grown Ups do it, when you watch a show like Brothers and Sisters that uh, was, like, Sally Field and Allie McBeal and them, it's the same sort of, like, emotional drive, but it's mm-hmm. like you don't, you, you just think they should get over it and, and be adults. Yeah. <laughs> but as kids, it's okay to just, like, when your boyfriend cheats on you, for that to be the end of the universe. <laughs> You know, anyways, Veronica's amazing. The movie was amazing. I love Kristen Bell and, and all those guys. They've really stuck with that show and and given love back to the fans. And I think it holds up. And, yeah, I incidentally, Veronica Mars was the only show that went while we were watching it here. I broke and couldn't wait. Cheated. You were a cheater. Oh, yeah. it's I, I Actually, understand. speaking of which, uh, no, we, we don't need to go there. Okay. Uh, for the, uh, I didn't like that look. I got a mean look here for the listeners. The numerous episodes of uh, Battleship, 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 Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Great show. Of Battlestar that you um, happened to watch. Oh, you us. cheated on that one too. Oh yeah. So I uh, anyway. Oh yeah. Anyway, but uh, Veronica I, Mars was the only no one where I could not handle it. I get that, and that's probably one of the few shows that I could watch for eight hours a day and not yeah. and not even think. That it's was very strange. very easy to watch and. Very enjoyable. And and in her defense, it was a crucial Veronica <laughs> Logan moment that oh, was yeah. just the worst cliffhanger. You needed to know what happened. So, I, I had to. I couldn't. Was I, that it between, was like, was that it between was the second and third season? First and second season. And I, there was like a week or maybe potentially even, 
I don't know how many days, and I was like, I can't. Yes. I remember can't, that. I didn't want to be in agony. I, of course, knew that watching it doesn't resolve anything because they start in a totally Nothing different happens. place than where they it's ended. Like, yeah. So Time's it wasn't going to help, but I, of course, love Saskia when she's tortured over television. I like so. getting texts, being like, I don't know. I don't think I can, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can hold out. I don't. I don't, I don't, like, just panic. <laughs> yeah, like, we're gonna, you know, disown you we if you accidentally watch one episode of Veronica Mars without us. So, what's your number two? Number two, I would say, probably Seinfeld. Yes. Which is right. also alien to someone coming, like, in the circum in the scenario you've suggested, it would be a very I don't know, strange. I think more than Twin Peaks and Always Sunny, yeah. I think Seinfeld's a little more slice of life, yes. a little more, I they agree. do talk about... Every, I mean, they, they always say it's a show about nothing. Of course, mm -hmm. it's not about nothing. No. But they do have conversations about, like, you know, people's jobs and people's relationships. It's it's sure. certainly more normal than Always Sunny. It's yes, pretty it grounded, is. and it's a lot of mundane things. I, I think it's relatable, and it's I, I love its plot structuring. Seinfeld I mean, I love everything about is, yeah, it. Yeah, it's quite it's, classic. It's I, I wasn't a fan. Um, there are certain episodes that I really love, and then okay. other ones that I... To me, and again, it's a it's sort of a flaw in my being an audience member. But I need I need a sliver of goodness oh, in my characters. There's nothing nothing good. Uh, yeah. Which is strange because me, I don't think there's that much goodness in Sunny in those oh, there's characters. None. They, but I think Maybe because it's so Charlie is. It's to the extreme where I don't I don't see them as real. I see them more as they have character char caricatures, right. and they are of themselves. Whereas, yeah, but I I respect Seinfeld. I think it's incredibly funny, and I think there are some of those episodes that are one of the you know yeah. I mean the for the a Festivus episode is just absolutely hilarious. It's a guilty the, pleasure. I the, see the worst of myself in them. The man bro, the the oh the, the bro, man's ear. the bro, the man's ear. Yeah, classic. <laughs> like there's just some great episodes. I feel it's, For me, it's a neat show because it's made so many things that have just entered the lexicon. Absolutely, right? it's, like it's definitely high up in that on um on that is still referenced to this day, and that's people still really are interested. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think it'll hold up. I think you could watch it ten years from now, and it'll still be as relevant and as funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, number three. What would you say, Saskia, is the third show? Okay, you've shown this poor person, Twin Peaks, and then every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They're exhausted. And They're now... What do you put on? What's the last... What's the final show? The Wire. The Wire. Shh, didn't even oh, think of that. Oh, incredible. Great so one. that's another one we've all seen. We didn't watch it together, but, no, but... Um, I actually have never seen the last half of the last oh, which season. Is, oh, which is terrible. But the finale is, which is the finale is fantastic. I know. What happened was I, I binged watched it like crazy, and then I just got <sighs> to a four? place where it was just, like... Don't say it. I don't want to say... Well, so, I mean... Most people have seen The Wire. It's not like spoilers. But no, 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 it it's is. It's long enough, though. My, my, I was, it, to me, it felt like I was going up and down with McNulty. And at the beginning of season five, McNulty is in a very bad place. Yes, he doing is. very bad things. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just couldn't. I had the same issue with The Shield. I was watching that around the same time. Ooh. Binge watched it. And there was a certain storyline that, that happened that just, I just couldn't keep watching it. It was just too hard. The fifth so, season is the weakest season of The Wire. You think? Yes, I do. What, I just because like... it got cut short? No, no, not even that. It's just the storyline of the uh, the journalists is 
is the weakest perspective out of all of them, and I actually thoroughly dislike oh, the, the, the main journalist. the main storyline that McNulty is dealing with. I like with. the, the season on killers. the docks. That one was my least I, favorite. See, that's bizarre. I love the docks. Yeah. People For are me, so divided the, on this. The thing with that is, is that it takes you so out of the world that you know from the first season, mm-hmm. and it's such a dramatic jump that it's not in any way what you want, but after I rewatched it, I like it just as much as any of the maybe, other seasons. Yeah, I love maybe And yes, it's great. that second, or maybe if they had waited and done it, I think, yeah, it's such it's a very shift abrupt. away from the streets, like if they had gone the streets to the school. Mm-hmm. And you miss... You miss the people from the first season. You're yes. not getting them the same way. But you, you're still seeking yeah. them, but it's just... But it does make sense. Like, transportation is so it, It's important, and it actually, on the overall perspective, does fit in there it's really very well. Hard. It's very hard to... Every time I say I like the... Because the second season is my favorite My, season. my favorite season is the I first season. I think two, four, one, I three, think mine's five. the one in school, which would be season four, four right? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. It's many people's favorite season. That's the season one I four. really enjoy. That's the most heartbreaking one. Yeah. What's season three is the mayor? Politics. Season three right. is politics. That one was Kirk Kenny. It's also about hamster Yes, yes. And, it has, and Stringer, and they, they're taking down that might well, be, Stringer. Okay. I think That's a neat storyline, but it's favorite. also like the hardest to believe. But season four is really good as well. They, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. we're all agreed anyway. the wire okay, we're all agreed the wire is fantastic. Amazing. Nothing new there. Yes. Breaking ground. Okay, Pierce, your third... Okay, so uh, what, this we, was we had Twin Peaks. We had Twin Peaks, we had Seinfeld. Seinfeld, Both okay, yeah. Big Leviathan shows. Definitely. Um, my third is Deadwood, which was tied with Sopranos and The Wire. But Beautiful. it won, wins out because of its language. Oh, the writing on that show is on another level. Filthy Shakespeare. Actually, everything on that show is superbly done. The acting's incredible as well, mm-hmm. of everything. course. Yeah. And the, the period Ian costume design is... Oh, some Ian of the greatest McShane. acting ever. It's amazing. amazing. Like that was his biggest role to date. I his... would say, well, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Not today, but he's at done the time, a thousand things. He's very well known in England. Yes, I oh, know yeah. that he's been done series and stuff over there. Where, like he was, you know, a well-known actor. But in America, I think that was definitely his introduction to his amazing talent. Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm not saying that he wasn't in great stuff before. I just mean like this feels like the uh, his, his biggest defining. chance to shine. Definitely, yeah. Like well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I don't. Hero. Yes, and the star of of an incredible cast full of great actors, right? And he was yeah. still almost like a step above what everybody else was doing, which was already impossible. Incredible, really. yeah. Uh-huh. Such a shame that we didn't get you know two more seasons two more of seasons. that show is what we needed. And it was building up to something so huge yeah. in the third season, and it just. And, I, and I they, still they still talk about to this day trying to get them back together, but the every single uh, one of those actors is, is off, you know, doing their own show right now. So yeah, it's it's uh, a logistic was it you impossibility. That's the best way to watch Justified is to pretend, pretend like uh, <laughs> Timothy Oliphant's character in Justified is like the great descendant. Oh of his no, that Deadwood. wasn't no, that wasn't me. But that's hilarious. That's Justified is another it. great show, and it's on right now and it's so great this is the best season of it so far if you're interested in watching it I recommend it to you very Uh, very good anything that that guy does um, he's a charmer Mr. Raylan Givens Catch and Release was even good oh no I disagree (laughs) with that but he was good in it I think I might give you that one okay that's something but check out a movie called Go okay 
with Katie Holmes and Sarah Polly, Canada's own Sarah Polly. He plays a drug dealer in that movie. Uh, he says almost nothing, yeah. and it just kills me. He's the funniest thing in the world. It also has Scott Wolf and Jay Moore as a gay couple. Oh, I yeah. love Jay Moore. It's an amazing more, movie. More. It's one of my favorites. Okay, so my number three, and then we'll start talking about 24, is Friday Night Lights. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's gotta be. It's, um... I'm excited to watch this with you. Neither of them have seen it. I've nope. been hassling them for... I'm waiting to watch it with Forever. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just great. It's just great. There's... It's so... I tell everyone, everyone's like, I don't like football. It doesn't matter. It's not about football. It's about family and relationships and trying to survive in a town where you know you're under this incredible pressure to succeed at something mm -hmm. even though you're still a child and all the attention is on you and it's just it's amazing jason kadams is my hero like if i could just take someone else's talent or take someone else's career mm. it would definitely be his interesting yeah mm -hmm. that's that's another question i'd like to Ask on another day. Yeah, get Who, into that. Whose life would you steal? Whose who's writing career do you envy most? Uh, okay, we, we can't dig into that. We got no, to get to 24. Definitely. Uh, first things first. Uh, well, let's read the description of the episode. Please. All right. Mm. Leave that up to you. Or... So, the pilot of 24, it is 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. It is California Presidential Primary Day in Los Angeles, and the longest day of federal agent Jack Bauer's life is about to begin. Jack has just patched his family back together after a trying separation. Midnight finds Jack playing chess with his daughter. As she goes to bed, Jack gets a call from Nina, Miner, Nina Myers, his co-worker at the Los Angeles Counter-Terrorist Unit, telling him to come in for an emergency meeting. Jack has no choice but to report in. But he and his wife, Terry, learn that Kim has snuck out before he leaves. So that's how we start the episode. Yes. It's, uh, it didn't start the way I was expecting it to start. Like, let's say 24, I mean, it's, it's such a well-known show. Mm -hmm. I'd say Jack Bauer is probably one of the most well-known television characters of the last, oh, like, 20 years. Up there definitely. With Tony Both the Soprano show and, and, and Jack rank constantly. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, again, it's so referenced in the lexicon as as that as mm -hmm. that character. Um, so, I, I don't know. I was expecting it to start with some kind of, like, massive explosion or someone getting shot in the face. Nope. And... The, it's all just information, really. And it really spends a lot of time getting you on Jack's side. Because he comes across as a very nice guy, like a devoted family man. Um, much like you, the only yeah, exposure but... I'd had to 24 before this was other shows parodying it. Right, so yeah. So like the Simpsons parody. So I was expecting, okay, shots of clocks, and a lot of that kind of comic book style where it's a bunch of things happening at once. Yeah, I did want to talk about that, is the box, the boxes. Did they do that on any other show? I uh, they but must. that's not a parody, but that is like it's in seriousness showing different things uh, happening at once. I feel like it must happen. It somewhere. felt very dated to me. That I don't know. I guess I don't know how else you would do it except for cuts. It's but. funny that you say that actually, because Jake was saying that 
he's when he was watching part of the scenes with me yesterday that it had a very 90s feel to him the first season especially yes oh my God, it yes. did I mean, and it some does, of the outfits the clothes I was about yeah. to say that the clothes were the dead giveaway um, it was very 90s especially what Jack's daughter Kim was wearing yeah I mean, thank you yeah Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert is wearing like <laughs> yes. this t-shirt with no sleeves which is that's almost been, like, a jersey or a cheerleader outfit she yeah. was also wearing chunky boots yeah like, you, you guys probably missed that but there was a, a point in the 90s is where all girls they would wear it's like Doc Martin boots yeah. but then the bottoms would be like these huge chunks and she's like climbing a fence in these boots and I'm yeah. like just take your boots off girl <laughs> what are you doing anyways yeah I totally agree with that so one of the first things that we I mean we get the intro they explain the situation which is basically what I just said that the California primary is happening that day mm-hmm. and that Jack's about to have a very bad day that's, that's the, you, you want to say it? Go the ahead. introduction I don't think it happens in the pilot I didn't the, there was a bit of an intro they did mention the California primary although it might have been a news um, lady that was saying it there was in the in the pilot there's a lot of information given through the newscaster and through like uh, just environment like at one point Jack Bauer drives by a sign of uh, of the senator David Palmer and he pauses at a stoplight and just kind of looks over at him. Uh-huh. You know, it's Definitely. little things like that, little moments. Uh, was there any facts about the episode or about there the are, series there are. that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to just read this introductory monologue that's actually said by Jack over most of the episodes, and with some minor words changed here and there, but it does he does say it almost every okay. episode. Okay, okay. Right now, terrorists are plotting to assassinate a presidential candidate. My wife and daughter have been targeted, and people that I work with may be involved in both. I'm Federal Agent Jack Bauer, and today is the longest day of my life. If every season, if every season is one day, um, does that mean he has eight or nine really bad days? Interestingly enough, the, the first season is the only season that takes part solely on one single day from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. or 12 a.m. the next day. All the other seasons like start somewhere on a day like at 8 a.m. and then they end at 8 a.m. the next day. That's still so it's, ju- it's a 24-hour span, yeah. but it spans two days, while this is the only season that is actually one full day. Gotcha. Midnight to midnight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like that part of it. Yeah. I thought that was a neat, a neat framing device. Well, it's certainly, again, when it was original, you know, they oh, were the yeah. first ones to do like, okay, we're going to do this minute to minute. And I think that's great. I thought it was a really interesting uh, premise. And you probably noticed that the episodes are only 43 minutes long on average. Well, there's commercials. There's commercial breaks <laughs> and they cut out three minutes or like, chunks throughout the episode that just, they don't show you. Right, so there are things happening in the hour, approximately 12 minutes of which we don't see. So that's when Jack is going to the washroom. Also, people are still doing things whenever you go to someone else. You're not going to go back in time to where they were. Yes. They're already, like, they've moved ahead those minutes as well. So So the first thing we see in the pilot episode is a man they call Victor, who mm-hmm. is sending a message to, is it the CTU? CTU. Counter-terrorist um, unit. The counter-terrorist unit, which 
Uh, I, I thought at first he worked for the CIA before turning no. this on. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's, it's fictional. Like, it's a fake version of the CIA, basically. By the way, um, Saskia, when did this air in 2001? Um, because it was weird was watching First broadcast from November 6, 2001 to May 21, 2002. So this came on... right after 9-11. Wow, that is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And that's why, that's why it exploded, right? Yeah, it perfectly captured like, everything. It, I think it got a lot more um, anti... There's an airplane bombing in the pilot episode. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Which they would have shot, obviously, way before that way happened. Before. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. It aired after, but they would have shot it months before. Uh, yeah, so Victor, do we ever see him again? He's sending the information to the CTU that there's a credible threat. Yes. But we don't see him again in the pilot, and we don't see him in the finale. It was he. Is he just like a day player? Yeah, I, okay. I, he He's doesn't. He's an informant in another country. So the next thing we see is uh, Richard Walsh. Uh, he's at a party in Los Angeles. He's mm-hmm. the, like the head of the CTU. Is that I don't, we don't? Totally he seems establish. to be the director. He's, okay, he's the one giving Jack Bauer his his marching orders. Right. Course. He's definitely higher up the chain than Jack. Yes. That's all we could definitely say for sure. I guess. Um, and he gets again confirmation that there is a threat against Senator David Palmer, who is running. For president. For president. The first African-American president uh, of the United States. Obviously, this is pre-Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they do make... Um, one of the things I did really like about the show was that they made mention of of, of that situation and, and, and the repercussions of it. Like, when they go to Tony and ask him to look, to look into Palmer, and he says, well, that's going to look really racist, that we're only looking into the black candidate. Tony being one of the other members of the CTU. Yeah, yes. sorry. Seems He's to be the, a tech seems guy. Seems like a computer guy, yeah. yeah. And then another comment when they're, they, they make is that, um, you know, and then Jack says, well, yes, of course he's the likely target. It's because... Yeah. He's African American, mm-hmm. and they do. They talk about um, you know the repercussions of of losing if if something were to happen to Senator Palmer if he was to get shot or if he was to die, the the repercussions of of the first African American running for president mm-hmm. getting assassinated. Well, the first and one it, was a real shot at. Yeah, and those are real concerns that now the world is dealing with because I worried about that a lot the first time oh, when Barack, Barack Obama was first, running first for president time. because if that did happen oh, it was going to start a like there would have a been race war. I can't yeah I can't even imagine what and happened. you know and of course someone wants that to happen right that's the part that stresses me out is like there's dozens of people that think that would be great so that's their entire mission in life is mm-hmm. to make it happen that's interesting. Well, here's something, because in the pilot, I, I feel like in neither episode do we get a motive for why somebody wants this to happen, other than no, is it just not. a general No, they do basically say in the pilot that they believe it's, um, like, someone in the States contracting someone foreign. From they Europe. Yes. Yeah. They say German, potentially. Always. Yeah. Well, it's always got to be freaking oh. Germans. But my point is that they they do think they don't think it's an outside uh, government situation. They think it's somebody um, in the in the United States that is trying to kill him. But they yeah they never say why they would want that. Well, when when uh when the director first brings in Jack Bauer, he thinks that it's actually within the CIA or the CTU, doesn't he? No, I think what he says is that um, there's a leak. He knows there's a leak. Right. He knows that someone on the inside is 
leaking information to help. I, I don't think th that he's accusing that person of being the sole responsible person that's trying to get David Palmer murdered. No, no. but I thought he was suggesting there was a conspiracy within this organization. There is a leak from the organization that is feeding the terrorists information. He right. specifically says he doesn't know who we can trust, and that's why he thinks Jack has to do this. And Jack argues that he's the complete wrong person for this job because mm -hmm. he has just put three fellow agents in jail for, taking, for bribes. taking bribes and he doesn't think he'll be able to get any information. Everybody thinks he's a traitor. And yeah. some people say it to his face. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, we get the aforementioned scene of Jack and Kim playing chess. Mm -hmm. She does the so typical teenage daughter I hate my mother spiel. Oh like, my God. It, was, it was pretty bad. And you know, she calls her she. She's a have you and she made up yet? I know, so beautiful. And her mom is in the next room. Like, we see in a second that she could probably hear that entire conversation. Uh, she says, glad you moved back in. So we get the backstory that obviously there's been problems in the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and when Jack's wife, Terry, complains about the way she's being treated, he promises that they will put up a united front and that they will you know, take the brunt of her They're frustration and anger together. And now, sorry, go ahead. Is it, but I don't know if I should say this. You yeah. should say it. I feel like it is, it is mostly established in the pilot that she's angry. It's not entirely, but uh, that she's angry at her because she blames her for... For punishing Jack out of the house. Yes. yes. Right. For, for their separation. we later find out that Jack was sleeping with Nina... We don't After know that. We don't know. I mean, you know, but we don't know. Anyway, um, and then they, they decide she's grounded for two months and she can't get her driver's license. Now, do we think that's a pretty fair punishment? That's pretty, <laughs> pretty excessive. Is that what she did? She skipped she's, school? No, no, no. She, she ran. She left. She ran that away. was This is before that no, happens. Yes, it is. That was the reason why they were ground her, because they came into her room oh, and she was gone. Oh, because she disappeared. You're right. Okay, so this was the start of mm -hmm. my major problem with both of these episodes. I really felt like they telegraphed every single thing that happened. I was making notes, as I normally do, and I wrote down every time what was going to happen before it happened. So while they were having the United Front conversation, I wrote down, she gone, question mark. She gone. And she was. Yeah. And it happened over... And over again, and I'll, I'll get to the other ones mm -hmm. when we get there, but that was my major issue with this show, is that nothing surprised me. That's a great point. Um, I felt, coming to it for the first time, like, it, it's a fast-moving show, like, really fast, and I felt constantly swept up, but, like, looking back now, as you're talking about this, like, I don't, I was very surprised at the time that she ran away, because both her parents... Like, not, not even run away. She snuck out for a night on the town. Yeah, she Both goes to meet two house. guys in the valley. That's something I do want to talk about because we don't get the resolution to that. And obviously, Saskia knows what happened there. Uh, so her and a friend of hers run, and they sneak out in the middle of the night. Um, and they go meet two guys at, like, a lamp Yeah, two guys store? at a furniture store, uh, two guys from the valley. So, again, maybe it's just a... a a product of how much television I've watched. <laughs> but anytime you see a young person in a giant robe, yeah. they are fully dressed under that robe. Waiting to just jump out the window. Every single <laughs> time. So that was a dead giveaway. And just the way she just like went quietly 
and just was like, okay, see ya, and closed their door. And then it was the united front. It was more on the dialogue. Mm. They were telegraphing what was going to happen because it's like, all right, we're in this together. We're going to go talk to her. Like, of course she's not going to be there. Right, they're immediately undercut. Yeah, okay, so he uh, has to leave. He gets the call that something... He needs... There's a meeting, but they don't know what it's about. And on the way, he calls Kim's, like, ex-boyfriend who's, like, smoking weed and playing video games, does he come back? No. Oh, he was good. I liked him. I was like, I feel like maybe he's in a couple episodes. No, I don't even think so. So his main purpose was just to show that Ken has a history of hanging out with some unsavory characters. Characters, yeah. Well, I liked him. I thought he was funny. So, yeah, then we see them at the furniture store. Her friend tells her these are men. Mm, Not boys. (laughs) Not boys. And, again, that's telegraphing that that she's going to get herself into a sexual situation that she is not you know, interested in, at least that's what it said to me when, you know, that's basically her saying like, oh, they're going to want to have sex tonight. Both those actresses look so old, I completely forgot they're supposed to be playing high school girls. Yeah. Really? I really bought her as like I thought she was, she looked really young. Which one? Elijah? Elijah. Especially in the robe, she looked extremely young to me. And I, I don't know why, because I've seen, just recently saw the ninth season, just the contrast between her and the first and the ninth season, it's just she's so much older that she looked extremely young to me in the first season. I think they did a good job with her makeup and hair. I, I, like I don't know how old she was for real when she was shooting that, but mm-hmm. I I didn't I don't I don't agree that she looked um, older than she was playing. I think she did a good job, and I'm not a huge fan of hers in general. I'm not a not I fan, like her. but I like her. Um, I mean, I'm, I tried to watch happy endings, and, and I just. I couldn't do it. I'm gonna derail for a second though, because I just remembered this when I first tried watching the episodes. Uh, I put them onto my TV or my roommate's TV, and they were playing. You know how sometimes when you watch an old episode of, of TV on like a new television now, it kind of speeds up the frame rate or something, or gives it this weird look, so it looks like you're watching like a film on a home camera, or like yeah. it's even older than it was. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of killing a bit of the movie magic for me, but uh, maybe that's why I could tell that they were right. You know, okay, yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, so the guy she goes to meet, his name is Rick. Right. Mm-hmm. He likes to party. They mm-hmm. drive a purple van with a mattress inside. Which that is was another a thing. Again, it's like every TV show, the like sketch boyfriend drives this like crazy... How many dudes have like a painted up van with like carpet in the back? Like, and like hung lights? It, it, you guys are both girls, right? No. Would you, both girls? Would you ever you get, get in a van like that? I mean, she didn't want to, though, you could tell, right? She didn't want to. Her again, friend totally did. Oh, yeah. That girl was, I think she was... She was DTF. Drunk. Well, they were having sex in the furniture store. Oh, that's right. Okay. Which I thought was funny. Janet York. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Walsh comes in and he tells everybody uh, that there's been a threat on Palmer's life, and then mm-hmm. he asks Jack to stay behind, and he says... This stays between us, but I think that there is someone on the inside that's helping, and I wouldn't even trust your people. So, did you have any suspicions from that moment? Immediately. Uh, okay, you can talk about yours too, but you already know who my well, I mean, I guess we all know who the is. Were, my first suspicions proved to be right, because I thought it was, I thought it was Nina. Spoiler, she's the mole. Really? Even though her and Jack had had an existing relationship? Well, the thing, and there the is, thing is, whenever she, whenever up. he's 
doing something. Like, whenever he seems concerned on the phone or something, she's always popping in and being like, hey, what's up? Or is everything okay? She's okay. constantly see, digging for information did, from See, him. I didn't um, catch on to that because I thought that's because she's in love with him. There's actually that also, there is two moles we meet in the first episode. Okay, so that gets Hold cleared on. up later on. So, I thought uh, I was suspicious of Tony at first, and just in the pilot. I was as well when um, I first watched it. Because he hates Jack because yeah, of his because he hates Also, Jack. the beard made him look very suspicious. His goatee. Or... I thought... Does he have one in the first season? Sorry. He's got some yeah. scruff. Uh, I thought George Mason was a possibility. They were definitely uh, insinuating that it could be him, so I, I didn't think... George Mason is above him, and he's only there for the for the day. Yeah, he's sorry. Like, so we didn't... He's uh, yeah. proven to be corrupt almost immediately, because he refuses to make a phone call that could help Jack with the case. So Jack drugs him, and then digs up information that proves that uh, Mason took money. Yes, so yeah, case. Mason uh, Mason comes to debrief Jack mm-hmm. and explains that the information that we've already talked about that they believe that the th- that the threat is um, German mm-hmm. and also coming from inside the U.S. And he, Jack demands to know the source of this information. Uh, Mason refuses to give it to him. So yes, Jack, there's a very strange scene where he like gets a gun and hides it in a binder. Mm-hmm. And then we think he's going to kill him. And then he shoots him with like a trank dart. <laughs> and uh, Jack had already <laughs> been suspicious because of in the, his investigation that mm-hmm. George Mason had stolen $200,000 from a drug cartel. Yes. Um, and he did. And, yes, he is able to prove that that is true. Mm-hmm. So George gives up his source, but we... Mm-hmm. don't hear it, no. right? Do you eventually find out who it is, or is that important to the plot? Who was the source? Because we don't get to find that out. That was one of my questions. Did he, he writes it down, but we don't see it. I feel like they meet up with them. That's like a strong thread to have been following from here to get to the end. Because there's like, what we, ta- what we tackle in the pilot and what we tackle in the finale are so, so Everything. far divorced from each other. I mean... Um, a little bit, yeah. So... Other than, so so George definitely, I thought, was a possibility. We do find out in the finale that he's pretty trustworthy and that he's definitely uh, on Jack's side. He's like a rival slash friend. Yeah, Nina definitely didn't cross my mind. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that I thought might be the mole, but I don't think so. I don't think we met anyone. We met three well, people in the there CTU. There's was that girl with like, J- the weird... Jamie, thank right? you, Jamie, Which who has the most don't... 90s outfit of anyone. <laughs> yeah. Midriff shown, weird pom-poms, black makeup. Yes, she's definitely like a precursor to um, like Abby from NCIS, and mm-hmm. then they have... Um, what's her name on Criminal Minds also sort of plays that that kind of a role. Penelope. Penelope, her name's Penelope. Uh, okay, so then we get the creepy dude on the plane mm-hmm. who he is an hour him. away. Um, we find out his name is Martin. Martin. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was really his name. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Who we're, I feel like we're led to believe he's supposed to be an assassin. Absolutely, we are. Because yes. he's creepy, he's talking in kind of vagaries, he's, he's suggesting he's on his way to meet David away, Palmer. He's having breakfast with David Palmer. We mm-hmm. do later see him in conversation with, um, is it someone from the... From Palmer's staff. Yeah, someone mm-hmm. from his staff. And then we get the weird scene with Nina and Jack, and she's like, you can't shut me out. Not here. And that's when I was like, okay, they've had sex. What is going on with their yes. relationship? Very strange. Uh, oh, and on the plane, we also um, meet his seatmate. 
Man, uh, Mindy? Mandy? Mandy, I think it was? Yeah, it's Mandy. It's uh, Martin Mira and Mandy. It sounded like, uh, yes, Mia. She is uh, very gorgeous. So, yes, we are led to believe that she is just, you know, the random little stupid woman sitting next to him, and they flirt, and, and we're, we're supposed to think that he's on his way. So he dies in that explosion, right? Basically what happens is Mandy seduces him, reveals... They have sex in the bathroom. Which she uses as the opportunity to steal his ID? His wallet. He, his wallet she takes the wallet for the ID oh, to get into the press conference. Okay, I didn't even notice that. That's and I was he's wondering why... She had sex with him. Yep. It was to steal that from him. Then she. I thought it was just to add a little bit of sex into the pilot. <laughs> there wasn't very much going on there. They needed a little bit more sexiness. Yeah. Okay. Now um, makes sense. Thank you for noticing that. Then after she's stolen the ID, she basically blows up the plane and everyone on it. And yeah. And skydives her way out. Which was very cool. It looked it was terrible than what I was pretty watching. Pretty badass though. Like when she just. She basically, like, curled herself up into a ball. Like, she taped um, explosives around the door yeah. on the plane. And then when she hit the button, it blew the door open. And, and the air just sucked sucks her out. And then, boom, the bomb goes, goes off. off. Uh, I wrote bomb number one, because I'm sure there will be a many bombs mm-hmm. in the first season of See, I don't think I don't think there are. By the way, and it's, this... it's, it's very low-key. The first season is... Like, compared to what it becomes, which is ludicrous. Yeah. Like, ludicrous. There is... In one season, that's not even a spoiler, it's the absolute worst season of 24. There's actually a nuclear explosion within Los Angeles. I read that every even-numbered season Has deals a with a nuclear threat. Nuclear threat, States. yes. That's crazy. Yes. That is very strange. Um, also, what was really strange is to blow up the plane... Her, she her she has plastic explosives in her luggage that she wraps around the door to blow it out. Yep. Then there's also a timed explosive in a fire extinguisher already on the plane. Yes. Can you imagine either of those things getting on nowadays? Again, no. yeah, pre nine eleven for sure. Now you can't even bring a plastic knife on the plane. Uh, there's a, a comment I didn't write down the exact quote I wanted to discuss though because it it was like okay. the only thing in the pilot that really made me laugh. Was when Kim was talking to the guy Rick, Rick, yeah, yeah, and he makes that comment about how like surfing is for like triers, like how like surfing's like too much work. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah, you have to get wet and then you have to paddle, and it was just like I don't know, it just You're made me laugh. Too lazy to surf. There, I wish I'd written it down. The way he said it was hilarious. Like it was almost like it's too, it's. Yeah, it's I can't remember the wording. It was really funny, but it was like you'd have to be like a joiner to surf because it's yeah. like you have to actually do something. <laughs> this is really funny. And then she tells him her dad died six months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why she lies about that, but um, I, I guess just to get sympathy. I have no idea. Like it was so strange when guy. he mentions it in front of her friend. She kind of goes along with it, but you can tell she's like, what are you talking about? But I was confused for a second. Like, is Jack maybe not her biological father? I thought Kim was just acting out against I did shit. too, you but know. for for a second I was like, okay, maybe he's like the stepdad that the mom has kicked out. I mean, you never know what, like he could still right. be her dad, but not her biological father. I don't know. Anyways, it was a very weird thing to do. Yeah. Like, I definitely at 14, 15 was like one of those total crazy brats and I never would have been going around like oh my mom's dead no that's that's really it's very drastic yeah well I mean and that whole storyline so basically I'm just going to wrap up Kim's storyline from the pilot because it's so she goes to the furniture store with these guys 
her mother uh, hooks up, her mother Terry hooks up with the father of the other child and they drive around looking for Kim. Yeah, well, first Jack uses his uh, buddies at the CTU to break into her phone Mm -hmm. to get her email password, Mm -hmm. which is life sucks. One word. Yes. That was another thing that made me laugh. Another great uh, And again, a typical, like, 15-year-old yes. thing that you would definitely do. Like, I really bought that. So, yeah. So they they break into her email, and they find the message from the friend yeah. saying they're going out to the valley to meet these dudes. So they track them down. Then uh, there's a nice little six degrees moment where Terry and the other father are driving, and they drive by Kim and the guys they in this van. They almost crash into each other. Almost crash into each I other. I thought that was ridiculous. I and like, again, in a city like Los Angeles, where like you're just randomly on the same street, turning the same corner at the same time, and mm-hmm. second of all, you're looking for your two missing teenage daughters in the middle of the night, and you see that van go by? And They're in that van. I mean, come on. That really annoyed me. I did like. I did like the idea that Kim... I liked where Kim's storyline was going here because she's put herself into a bad situation that has just gotten suddenly way worse. Because well, when they get back into the van, those two guys suddenly turn very creepy. And what happens and is she turns her phone on and she realizes that uh, her mom is looking for her. They know she's missing. So the two guys agree to take her home. The friend doesn't give a crap. She's no. just like, no, I'm going to party. And then once she's in the van, they go past where the turn is to yeah. their home, and they won't let her out. All they say is, just relax. And that's relax. when she realizes, and you can so see crazy. on her face, that she knows she's in trouble. So one of the questions, I wrote down all the questions in uh, the pilot. Oh, okay. to see if There's they so get answered. many things. And question number one for Saskia is, will Kim get raped? Now... Before you answer that, I did not like the look on your face. I want to say, I did suspect just because this is television that those guys are somehow involved. Like, is that a separate situation from when? Because when we find her in the finale, Mm -hmm. she's being held captive by Dennis Hopper and his right hand man. Dennis Hopper, ladies and gentlemen, amazing. Dennis Hopper. I almost wish I'd watched the rest of the season. Why didn't you? Why didn't you warn me? To watch the entire season, Saskia. Oh, I don't know. It's I just so didn't think it was necessary. I love Dennis Hopper. You know what was interesting is so I had to go through the IMDb page to get character names. I'm very bad at it's catching fine. names. Yeah. And I saw a list of, I would say, at least two dozen actors that I love that have appeared on the show There's at lots. some point in the run. And mm-hmm. it, like, I honestly did not love it. I did not oh, no, love I, the pilot, and I did not love the finale. But seeing all those actors, I was like, I think I'm going to have to watch this. Because it's people like, so many, like, the list just went on and on and on. And Gail Snail like, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, becomes oh. the second main character of 24. She is Chloe. I don't oh, know if yes, you've ever yeah, seen yeah, anything. Yeah. Any picture is Jack and Chloe. She is not in it until the third season wait, of this show. Wait, what's her, that's Mary Lynn Rice Cup. Rice yeah. Cup. Yeah. Oh my god, I've She's never known how to pronounce her last name. Well, I've never heard go. it. And I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Wonderful. She's amazing. Okay, so are those boys connected to the greater Dennis Hopper plot, or is that just yes. a random event? Okay, okay so but, what's the deal? Okay, um, I'm going to, before we do this, I'm going to go over the structures of 24 seasons. Like, okay. all of these seasons, okay. usually the way they go is the first 13 episodes deal with a minor terrorist cell. Mm-hmm. 
and like where the the villain in the first three episodes is Mandy, and she turns out to be working for another guy, and then he's the villain for like ten episodes, and then halfway through the season, it's revealed that the that another person is higher up than him, which and that, which Hopper. is the Dresdens, yes, Dennis Hopper, and he is not in it for like anyway, yeah, so. Are they Serbians? R.I.P. Dennis Hopper, by the way. R.I.P. Dennis Hopper. Amazing, amazing actor. I can't answer that right now. I think they are. It's quite, yes. Although anyway, none of them have uh, they have names, here, uh, the, the season is essentially into divided into three acts. Okay. Well, that's how Thanks. you're supposed to do it, right? And <laughs> act one, act two, act three. Like Actually, this acts. doesn't spoil anything. Um, the first act revolves around a mercenary group's efforts to control Jack Bauer by kidnapping his wife and daughter and force him to kill Senator Palmer. Okay. This. Oh, so they want Jack to kill Palmer? Yes. That's... Interesting. Wow, that doesn't come up at all. No, in the second all act... All we learn in the finale is that he saved Palmer's life twice. twice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in the second act, a second wave of assassins is discovered. As CTU tracks their activities, Jack learns why he and the senator are being targeted. Okay. Okay. In the final act, uh, the final act reveals the true masterminds of the day's events. He initiates his contingency plan to eliminate Jack and the senator. Okay, so Great. what you're saying is the date in the valley was a setup. The so, date was set up. The kids, the, both of those boys are working for Ira Gaines, who is the villain of the first half of the season. Which doesn't entirely make sense because, A, why would they have not just taken them right away? Instead, they go in the furniture store and, like, fool around and have this whole, like, heart-to-heart -heart conversation, which is completely unnecessary if so the entire maybe, point is to kidnap them. Maybe they were trying to get them to get in the band peacefully. I agree that... Totally. It, I say that's the easier so way to do it. But like what if their parents just, had showed up at any time? That whole romantic conversation between Kim and uh, that guy was... My that, dad's dead. Yeah. It's very Let's make it out. It makes no sense. So what happens to the friend then? Does she survive? Nope. She dies. She is killed by the man who it pretends to be her father to Terry, who is not. He wasn't. I yeah. did think it was a little oh suspicious. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, he is not her father. He works for Ira Gaines as well. Uh, the real Alan York is also dead. No, that's, so he, but he's, he's in killed. their house when he makes the phone call. Yes, he is. He's, I, he's, he's clearly he's, calling he's in the house. Then they have died. Well, his dad, her dad is dead at the point when he calls Terry. Yeah. So why is he chasing the girl down if the girls are already, is he working for a different organization or they're just all trying to find He's working for daughter. Ira Gaines as well and they're. Because these two guys have already kidnapped the girls. So why is he trying to try? I think them? he's trying to. Can't remember. No. I, see, and the, the thing is that by the pilot, by the finale, this is all so far in in the past. And the thing, like I've only seen this once, which I will have to fix right away because I'm gonna watch it now. I don't know. I don't know why. All right, moving on. Yeah, come back to that. Uh, the next thing that we find out mm -hmm. is that Tony has a big crush on Nina. Yes. And that he will basically do anything that she wants. Yes. Which is why he does not like Jack. That's the real reason he doesn't like Jack. It but, doesn't yeah. have to do with him being an Inquisitor. Definitely, but we don't find that out until later in the episode, right? Which is why I was like initially suspicious of him, because you could definitely tell he was not a fan of Jack. But mm -hmm. then you find out, well, it's because he has a crush on Nina, and Nina 
supposedly has a crush on Jack. I was incredibly so, suspicious of Tony when I first watched the show, and I didn't know who the mole was. So I was like, okay, this guy, this guy just... Yeah, it's interesting, because I, I definitely... It is, like, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, you know, red herrings, right? Yeah. Two okay, red herrings so another thing that comes up that we don't... We don't get an answer to, which I think maybe we should take a few guesses at before yes, Saskia tells us, is uh, Senator David Palmer gets a phone call in the middle of the night from a newspaper, and they are uh, they are threatening to print some allegations, mm-hmm. and he has a little bit of a freak attack, and the scene, my favorite scene in either episode, and they sort of mirrored it in the finale is after the phone call, his wife, who is the worst. Oh, she's terrible. <laughs> she is. What is I mean, her name? Uh, but, uh, she's, her name's Sherry. Sherry. The actress is Penny Johnson. Okay, that's why I keep calling her Penny. Yeah. Uh, Sherry uh, is married to the senator, and she is power hungry. She obviously wants him in the White House. Oh, her totally, desire is to be she's the a lady first Macbeth. lady. She is. She's first lady Macbeth. Oh, yes. Just absolutely horrible. I, like, I said some terrible things about <laughs> her in my notes that I may or may not read out loud, but... After he gets the phone call, she demands to know what it was about, yep. and he doesn't want to tell her. He walks out onto the balcony, they're in the hotel room, yeah. and he closes the sliding glass door in her face with his back to her. Which I thought was a dick move on his part. It was unbelievable! I've never seen anyone do that before, and I can't wait to do that to somebody. <laughs> it was so dismissive. It is. Yeah, of it his was own just, life. Absolutely, and at that point, we don't know what a horrible person she is. Yeah. But he, like, I don't even know how it's physically possible. He's, like, reaching around and shutting a door in her face while not even looking at her. It's incredible. Amazing. Okay. That was a great moment, I agree. In the finale, there is a quick mention of it. They do say that he came clean Mm -hmm. with whatever it is. Very late in the season, by the way. We don't know, right? So he's holding a secret in. Like, because he doesn't want it to leak to the press and ruin his presidential run. Yes. So, so that's what like, do you think did it is? Did it say anything what it had to do with at no. all? Absolutely no. not. She... In the fin- oh, yeah. But we okay. know it has no, to do with... No, the only thing she... They do have a conversation between husband and wife about it in the finale, and she says that, you know, you got lucky, you know, you admitted the truth, and people forgave you, or they didn't, you know... But no mention is made of what at all it, it, it even relates to. I don't think it's infidelity. I think it's... For some reason, I had a weird vibe that he was, like, maybe secretly gay. But then I was like... That seems like a they bit do, much. I know, African-American president who's and also also the first gay president? Yeah. In 2001? And I think maybe it was because of the, the coldness of their relationship to each other. But that's also revealed later in the finale, more to be the fact that she is grasping and she's constantly undermining him absolutely but at that point i didn't realize that yeah yeah and so that's what i to me that's what i thought it was is that he like secretly had had sex with some other dude i assumed that it was something relatively minor but it would still be a big big uh very very damaging at this stage in the election campaign like he'd taken money from an illicit source or he'd 
misused campaign funds, something yeah, like that. Bad like, campaign financing. To me, exactly. that didn't. See, I don't know. It's it's not exactly a big it's enough also, problem. It does happen very often that that's the the typical um, reveal that it's some kind of money issue of like yeah. taking money from the wrong person or spending money on the wrong things. Saskia uh, is breaking yeah. down. Okay, here. go ahead. Just tell what us. was it about? Tell us what what no, 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 no. It's it. Uh, you will never guess it, and it didn't actually directly involve him. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. okay. So what was it? So what's the big secret? Uh, the big secret, the scandal, the supposed scandal, is that his son killed his daughter's rapist. That's, oh. that's kind of a big thing, though. Huge. Your son's a murderer. Huge. Did he... Not it, that that's... Did he go to jail for it? Like, is the son still around? We don't see him in either of these episodes. Wait a minute. Those are just allegations, though. They're allegations. So clearly, yeah, it hasn't his, gone to court yet. His son exists, right? Do we? We don't. Do we meet him? He, he we do. Exist. Oh yes, we do. Absolutely. So he's got a son. He's got a daughter. Who we don't meet in either episode. Yeah. So he's protecting his son. He's protecting his children. Did the son do it? Ah. And why do they hold the story for so long? If he does, like they on the phone, she's saying basically saying we're going to print this story tomorrow. Saskia. This is all I need time. Okay. I have mm-hmm. no answers. Okay, let's right. move on to the yeah. next topic. Okay, so That's that was one we didn't uh, get an answer to that I was interested in. He said it was just media nonsense. Media nonsense. I guess. That's. Okay, up. so that's when we find out Nina actually had slept with Jack, but we don't really find out any of the details of their relationship. Um. Jack gives this weird speech in the pilot about how the guys he arrested for taking bribes weren't bad people. They just, like, compromised once. It, it was sort of like he was giving the slippery slope argument. I guess, but, I mean, taking a, bri- taking a bribe isn't... Like, like, how was that an okay thing? Like, I see what he's saying, because he's compromising his own principles to make this case. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... When when he compromises, like when he when he drugs Mason to get the information that he's corrupt to force him to give him the source so that he can keep, like, working the case. Yeah. That's not the same as taking a bribe. Like he doesn't benefit directly. I don't see how these other agents taking a bribe benefited anyone but themselves. Right. I don't think he was. I don't know that he was equating it to his own behavior. It was more like the person that he was talking to. But he's also saying that them taking these bribes doesn't make them bad guys. It makes them terrible agents. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't understand what the whole why he was saying it at all. I just was like, this is a weird conversation. Okay, another thing that bugged me about the pilot was there was so much like there was the scene where he was threatening. Um, oh my god, what's his name? David. George. George, George Mason. George Mason, Mason sorry. Yeah. Starting George Mason uh, with revealing that uh, he had proved that he'd stolen the money. Yes. And he was like, you've got five seconds. And he's literally oh, like, like his hovering his over, finger the enter. over the enter button. I, I think he's like tapping like, it. Threat by email? Like, I know. that's what this show was about? Oh, that really bugged me. I was, I was okay with that. That's a legitimate threat. Right. I guess. It's a very... Silly the way it was presented, but uh, it was silly. like the way the rest of the show it just it moves know. at a pace. So yeah, I was swept is, up, didn't have time to overthink. It's, it. I mean, of course, it is a legitimate threat, but it's like, like finger over the button. Uh, that like was, you're about to like set off a bomb. That like, was like a soap opera. Movie. It was crazy. 
Uh, I think that's it, though. I think we've covered everything else. Were those um, your big questions? No, I haven't gotten to my questions yet. Okay. There's, I can't really find anything else about it. I, I, I can't... About what? I, the political scandals. Oh, the political scandals. I, anyway, I, like, after... He, yeah, it just... It's, I don't think... The sun is killed. It's fine. It just we just wanted to know what it was about. It doesn't. It really was matter. about that. It, was it resolved itself. I mean, well, you know, if he, we, if we care that much, we can sit down and watch the other twenty-two episodes. That's not going to happen. Okay, so question number two. Now these are just all the questions I wrote down at okay. the end of the pilot. So this doesn't include like some of them we did get answers to. Yeah. Okay. But question number two is who ordered the hit. So right? we know by the so end that it was the Dragons. Dennis. It's Hopper? the Dragons. Yes. Okay. Do we know? The, what we keep calling them the Dresens? Dravens. Isn't it dress Dresens? Dravens? Dresens. I can't do that. It's a Z in there. It's Dresens, then, yes. So, like, that's his last name? Victor yes. Dresen is his full name. Okay. And, and his son is they're, Alexis. They're Serbian. Well, you don't know how much, sorry. I'm positive they're Serbian. Yes, quite possibly. Um, and they, they're brothers? No, the, the oh, Dennis Hopper is his father. And, son. and Andre? And they had another. Andre is his son, and they had another son, anyway, but. Okay. Gone. So, why is he trying to kill David Palmer? Uh, and Jack Bauer, actually. Why he is he a trying personal to kill vendetta both against both of them. Um, I don't know how many years prior, um, David Palmer was the head of a committee that, it was, I'm pretty sure it was the Serbian War. Um, his wife and daughter were killed by Jack Bauer, who was on, an, uh, on a special ops team who went into the country to eliminate a target, which was Victor Dresden. And he's been locked up. He was arrested on that day, Victor, Dennis Hopper. Okay. He's broken out of jail sometime in the first season. So this is all a revenge plot, which explains why it's Dennis Hopper is willing to go so It's his far. children that are orchestrating everything and getting him out of prison. Um, they want Jack Bauer dead. They kidnap both his daughter and his wife for it. Ira Gaines is working for him. Who is right. The, anyway, so they kidnap his wife and daughter. And um, by doing this, they try to force Jack to kill... David Palmer, who authorized the mission. Why? Like, how, what, what job did he have? I mean, just David as a senator? Palmer? He, he was the head of the committee. He put it together. I feel like he said... Okay, see, so it, he's the head of the subcommittee or whatever that organized like, the mission. That did it. Like, he, who gave it. the final approval. It wasn't the, the okay. president of the United States. It, it was Palmer that was doing this whole thing. His operation, I think. Okay. Which doesn't really make sense as a senator. Uh, I'll buy it. But it's I'll fine. It. It's, I'm willing it's to fine. accept that he it's was fine. So he was Well, also in the U.S. government, there's all kinds of weird committees, and there are the ones that sort of say yes or no on certain things. But then you turn around, like, the CTU is like a secret branch of the government that, I don't know. Anyway. So it's a revenge plot. Okay, so question number three. Who is the inside man, which is a misnomer, because it turned out to be an inside woman, and we find out it was Nina. So and it was also Jamie. Okay. Who you saw in the finale... Who committed suicide? Which suicide we believed, by Nina. which everyone believed until the very last episode was suicide. I'm pretty sure, and then you find out that she was actually murdered by Nina. But so um, Jamie stretch. was Ira Gaines's girlfriend, so she was also, but on a much lower level than Nina. So she, she and was just leaking information. She wasn't going around shooting everybody that no. got in her way, and uh, which Nina also didn't do. And there was yeah, she did in the finale. In the, in the, yes, but she shot like twenty five people. <laughs> yeah, that was also ridiculous because they're in lockdown at it that was point. The whole thing and she's was just insane. going through she the building. She killed everybody that was in her way, and a lot of those people for no reason. 
She easily could have just, like, they weren't even looking for her at that point. They were. The person no, who because. Because she's supposed to be there, and they haven't really Jack told George Mason he was looking for her, and he didn't even go looking for Terry, which was another, like, he knew Terry was there. She magically disappears. You know that Nina is bad. You're not even going to try to find her yeah. or tell anybody? After that it happened, I feel like they, they hit the scramble button, that alarm starts going off, but then they start... Everyone who's, like, going through the building, it's only one guy at a time, and it's always, like, this kind of doughy security. And the thing is, weird. with it, too, like, later strange. in later seasons when CTU goes into lockdown, like, you, everything comes down, crashing down, you will not get out. Yeah, yeah like, like iron doors. She just jumps into the elevator. It, I, she goes I, into, like, their tech room. I did yeah. think it was weird, too, when stuff. I was watching so, it, that she did get to the car so quickly. Was Nina working against them the entire time? Yes. Okay. And she was suspected in the third episode of the season and cleared by everybody. She almost died for, like, for Jack. Pretty much, like, you almost watched her die and Jack saved her. And, like, there was nothing on your mind that actually made you think that she was still a mole. Well, that's like, good. I, they they went so far with it, and she was alone with both Kim and Terry, I believe, and she could have killed both of them, done whatever. But she did nothing for so long, and you were like, well, there's no way she's the mole, because she had all this. But no, and it was crazy. Okay. Well, well I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so Janie, who we don't meet in either episode, we only see you her do. in... You do. She's in the pilot. Oh, she's that's the one right. With the hair. That's yeah. right. She's the '90s girl. She just doesn't have a storyline of her own. No. So once we got to the finale, and they're talking about how she committed suicide, mm -hmm. she didn't, I didn't realize who it was until I saw the video. Until they showed they her video surveillance of her being murdered, murdered by her. So why? Why they're they're on the same side? They're not really. She doesn't know that Nina's involved. Nina is way higher up than. So Nina ne is ordered Jamie, by the superiors to kill Jamie, the mole who's been discovered. It makes sense. Jamie is giving information to Ira Gaines because she needs money because she has a child. Um, that's but how she's she, also dating him. She's also dating him. So, but yes, so she's with him and she's giving him information, but only small information. And they don't find out that there's another mole for quite a long time. So she's actually sort of a good person. Yes, she is. So we're sad and. Did, you believe she kills herself because she's, like, ashamed of what she did? You believe it, yeah. No, I'm saying the reason why she committed suicide. Was it like she's about to go to jail? They or... found out. They found out she was, and she was being interrogated. She was... Right. She, and that's where sure? she killed herself in the interrogation room. Yeah. Which Nina actually kills her to keep her from talking, saying anything. I think she finds out that maybe that Nina's also... Anyway, she... Not 100% Sorry, what was your question? Well, my point I was working my way around to is... I. Normally, I'm not looking up like any IMDb stuff for these because I don't want to spoil the rest of the series for myself. Yeah. But I looked at the episode for the cast list for this one, and mm -hmm. it came up in like the goof section. Uh, something we might have missed is during the episode when Jamie is killed in this interrogation room, there's not supposed to be any video evidence. They're supposed to have taken her to, to an interrogation room without video. And then in the finale, the whole reason they find out is like, okay, do we have the video of that interrogation? Turns out someone has deleted it, mm -hmm. Nina. And then they have to use, Jack Bauer gives a code to Tony to go above wasn't to Tony. find the bat. Oh, sorry, was it Mason? Some dude. Okay. Some random. Some other random who we <laughs> don't know. Because uh, he doesn't trust Tony at this point. Because he doesn't trust Tony at this point, that's right. And so this other guy pulls up the clip because there's a, a double digital backup that's only available to the higher-ups. Yeah, just so kind of weird. Kind of a weird plot hole. 
Why would Nina have not erased that back up as well? well I, mean, I guess she doesn't have access to the, it, the but point she is wouldn't they, know it exists. There should never have been a video in the first place. The whole reason they used that room is there was no video being taken. So okay. they were like this, it popped they up intended in the sidebar. to, what, beat her up until she confessed? Just, yeah, like an under-the-table interrogation. Okay. So, like, we don't want any record of this, so right. let's just take her to one of the black rooms. Okay. Well, why even put her in, like, you could put her in any room that doesn't have video equipment. Like, that's yeah. one of those weird things where it's like, Anyway. Just um, a strange, strange oversight that I thought was worth pointing out. So, it's a big plot point. Question number four. Will Jack save Palmer? Yes. Yes. Find out in the finale. He, he saved it. him twice. Uh, I, I wrote, will Jack sleep with wife or mistress? We end up, we find out he actually ends up fi fixing things between him and Terry, and she is pregnant in the final episode. That's right. Yes. Just in time to get killed. Just in time to get murdered. Who is Mason's source? We already discussed that. We don't know the answer, but apparently he does get involved in the plot at the beginning, but it's not mm -hmm. someone that we I don't, yeah, I don't need recall. to worry about. Uh, what's the call from the reporter about? We talked about that already. And what is Mandy's deal? <laughs> that is one thing we mm -hmm. haven't really talked about because you haven't mentioned her. So she blows the plane up. She flies off the plane. She has the credentials of the man who was supposed to have breakfast with David Palmer. So is she just a hired gun? She's just She's, a... When she works for Ira Gaines at this point, Mandy, interestingly enough, it's not really a spoiler, but I... It's in the trivia section. Okay, okay. Um, she's actually 24's runnest longing antagonist. Because runnest she's... Longing? Longest longest running. Longest running. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> when she comes back? Uh, she's in the first season, and then she's in the second season, and she comes back, I think, in the in another season, and she was supposed to come back in the fifth season, but she never did. But so she's she weird one. So she survives the whole time. That's she does. cool. But what, why is she going to breakfast with David Palmer? Well, she's, she's the assassin. Okay. She's the intended person. The first assassin, the one who we assume by the I finale think, no, they, they, it ends up being something about the key card, which she gets to someone to put a different picture on it. I'm not sure if she, she's not the assassin. No. She's just the middle person. Trying to get it in and force Jack. But she had to blow to up kill. an entire plane and kill all those people for one key card? Not really. I, I don't know why that she blew is, up the plane. That is a big move. Like, that's Super it's huge. Also I thought that when I, even so when I was watching it yesterday. Was like, I guess by the time they count the bodies. I guess maybe also it's a distraction from the plot on David Palmer. Also, the guy could have to now investigate this, uh, this bombing this incident. Murder of, and that's a big plane because it has like, uh, she's in first class and there's a bar there. Yeah. And one of those staircases to the second floor. So that's, that's a hundreds few hundred of people. dead people. People. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's crazy. Okay, so let's talk about the pilot. I mean, the finale. finale. Wow, I can yeah. never do this right. Okay, let's read the synopsis really quickly before we talk about everything we learned. So this uh, 24 has 24 episodes. It's mm -hmm. every hour mm -hmm. of the day. So this is the biggest jump that we've done between the first episode and the yeah. last episode. I mean, 13 first Six Degrees was the biggest, and then... Technically, that's only 11 episodes, because we watched the first and Right, last. exactly, and then Call so Midwife is... was only six, and uh, Rome was only 13 as well, or 12, yeah. right? Yeah. So okay, so, episode huge. 24, 11 p.m. to 12 a.m., Palmer has had enough of Sherry's power plays and has a final showdown with her in the hotel ballroom. Nina knows that the Drazens have no leverage without Kim, so she calls Jack and tells him that Kim's body was found floating in the harbor. Mm -hmm. 
Jack is crushed by grief, and then he flies into a rage. He rushes the Drazens, and a bloody shootout ensues. Nina's cover <laughs> is blown, and she makes a final dash for safety, leaving a bloody trail behind her. Oh. Jack is able to apprehend her before she can escape, but he is stunned to learn that he did not arrive soon enough. Soon bum, enough. Bum, bum. That's a pretty good... There's a couple spoilers in there, but none of the major things... Let's talk about Sherry first, because I, this is where I hate her. Okay. Yeah. She, okay, I, listen. Okay, I'm listening. Psycho bitch wife, all okay. about the win. That's <laughs> what okay. I wrote down. She and that's in the cold. first scene of her. Okay, so we should quickly say what has happened is that uh, the press is under the impression that David Palmer is dead. We know there's been an explosion in his hotel room. Yes. So we don't necessarily we know the see source. That. The reason that they're doing that is because Jack believes that the, Dr the Drazens, Drazens have Kim. And if mm -hmm. they think that Palmer is alive, they will just kill her, right? Yes, yes. So, right, he offers an exchange of himself for his daughter. Yes. And... Um, Palmer his, wants Palmer's to keep wife, mm -hmm. Sherry, mm -hmm. is absolutely against this. She wants to march out to the press and tell him, tell them he's alive and well and still running for president. And she doesn't give two shits what happens to Kim. And now I find out she has a daughter of her own yeah. that was raped. Yeah. And she doesn't care about the. She doesn't person. care at all. She's a complete psychopath. I mean, I get that it would be a weird, confusing moment for David Palmer not to come out and be like, hey, I'm alive. But I feel like that could all be explained later down the road. I also realize I, see... I never answered your question about whether the fact that Kim was raped. Yes. Well, no. Was she? No. Do you want me to answer? Yes. yes. Uh, she was not because uh, Terry got raped instead of her. Oh, uh, not by those two dudes. No, but okay. in the same place. No, those. Brick, the guy from the first season, actually turns out to be a big guy. Yeah, well, that's like the whole romantic conversation. Like, he doesn't seem... Like, are they doing that because they are in trouble with the bad guy? Or is it for money? Like, I feel like... I don't know if they're entirely aware of the whole huge situation. They just agreed to bring them to this place eventually. Okay, like, gotcha. I think, they I think they're not very they're hugely not like involved. And they actually help them escape. Or he does. The other guy doesn't. But Rick eventually helps Kim escape them. And Terry. Gotcha. Okay, well, props to Terry, then, because within, let's say, 23 hours, I don't know when she is raped in the first season. Oh, my God. You see her go through the absolute hell. The absolute hell for these entire 22 episodes. Terry, she also has amnesia for, like, three episodes where she remembers nothing. Anyway. So for three hours. For three hours. And in the finale, hours. she's acting like everything's she normal. And she is, for the first point. time in, like, two episodes, like, the, in 20 episodes, she is safe. She is safe at CTU. I, oh, okay, now, see, now this is the first compelling argument that has happened for me watching the rest of the first season. Dennis Hopper's a bit of a draw, but to see Terry's advent, I like, like to call it she goes through hell. Uh, her Getting raped is never She finds adventure. out about, it's like, an adventure. her it's International Women's Day today. Or in a safe Happy International Women's Day. Let's not say getting raped is an adventure. Nobody said that. It's a horrible, said horrible that. nightmare. She All finds right. out about... Like, Jack and Nina t together, like, halfway through the season. Just everything that happens to her is, like, halfway ridiculous. Halfway through the day. Yeah, halfway also, through the day. I forgot, season, one day. I forgot that only thing. 24 hours has gone by since the first episode. And she finds out she's pregnant. So they had slept together 
I think she knew at the beginning of the episode that she was. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Man. Oh, no. She we, went to the doctor because... Oh, she's got time for a doc. Oh, after she gets She married? went to the hospital so after she, and she was out. rescued because oh, she was in pretty bad wow. condition. And she finds out she has... Wow. Anyway, that's when she finds out, yes. Okay. So All of this happens. And then, Anyway, bam! we're supposed to be talking about Sherry. Uh, so they, she has a fight with the senator mm-hmm. who says they're tearing the family apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I finally know who you really are. Mm-hmm. There's some, a lot of pointed comments. I again wrote stupid bitch wife rat. Happy, happy International Hannah, please. Women's it's, Day. It's International Women's Day. Can we all just take it easy? She was the worst, She though. is the worst, and she's she continues to be the uh, worst. I hear Dad, I wrote, she wants all the control. She wants all the power, right? I feel like we didn't say this, uh, but she does call the press. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it we is haven't her. gotten to that part. He, he begs her not to say anything, to yeah. let them save Kim's life before, I mean, 24 Not knowing hours. that she was already escaped. Yes, Kim actually gets away on her own. That's the very first scene we see is her scrambling over the fence, soaking wet in her in her lady boots. Yeah, like still in those clunkers. Uh, yes, and so, again, I guess, I mean, it was probably obvious to everybody, but this is another moment that I saw coming and I wrote down before because uh, he has his aide tell her to meet him in the ballroom after oh, yeah, yeah. it's come out that he's alive and he obviously knows she is the one that told the press. Right. And I wrote, it's not me, it's you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew he was going to break up with her mm-hmm. and I knew he was going to say instead of the, the, the typical like, it's not you, it's me. Yes, yes. He was going to be like, you're a disgusting person, and I don't want to be married to you anymore. Did you like that scene? It was incredible. Yeah. I enjoyed that scene. What did he, say? he tells her she was not fit to be first lady. And he's he like, you do not break up with me like this. And then he says like, he feels sorry. He's not angry. He feels sorry for mm-hmm. her, which is such a burn. David Palmer is a great, great character. And, yeah, he says, I don't think you're fit to be first lady. You don't... He doesn't want to put any power in her hands. Which is totally reasonable because, because she's she cannot be trusted with it. But this nuts. is the mother of his children. They've probably been married for decades. Yeah. And this just, it's, you know, absolute power corrupts, corrupts absolutely. absolutely. We've quoted that in, in, in Rome We've as well. Quoted every episode. And it's just, and yeah, then she threatens him, which actually sort of concerned me because, you know, when you're married to someone for that long, I'm sure there are tons of things that they are privy to that. Well, she says it's not. She's not going to make it easy. You for can't her. do this without me. But that it's sort of by the end when she's trapped in that room felt a little hollow. Yeah. Because yeah. if she had something, I think she would. Oh yeah, she she she, 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 she was not must... expecting him to be serious. She was just expecting to walk out of that room and talk about it again later. But it's right. like no, these guys are not letting you out of here. You are gone. I never want to see you again. She's delusional. Does she come Absolutely. back? In later oh, she's seasons? she's that's, back. That's a big threat. She's part of the show later. for okay, sure. But cool. they are not together. Interesting. And I, I thought both of them, both great, great actors, mm-hmm. they were they, incredible in that scene. And just the humiliation of, of having all of your most personal moments, always having to be in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. And she's having a complete meltdown. And there's just a bunch of like Secret Service guys just standing there being like, this is my job. <laughs> they are stone. They absorb nothing. Yeah, so I think that was uh, the end of their storyline. Yeah. So let's talk about Kim. Kim is scrambling away from her captors. We don't really mm-hmm. get to see the, the breakaway, but she I guess were they holding her on a boat? They were holding her at the, the docks, docks in a warehouse, and she dives 
into the water before this before okay. the episode picks up. Yes. Got you. And there's you. something that happens that let her climb. She escaped out. there in the last episode. So then it's a game of back and forth between uh, Jack and these terrorists where and, and of course the people at the CTU where everyone's trying to convince each other of who has Kim, where Kim is. Yes. Well, she flags down a trucker. Yep. I was nervous. I was, obviously. Again, in shows like that, it's always like whoever you pull over and ask for help is also one of the bad guys. It's funny you bring this up because season two, mm-hmm. it, not, they don't need to talk about it, but like a major criticism for season two it, for people is Kim's storyline because they didn't have a place for her. Is that the one where the, she gets eaten by a bear? Like, it's, it's, they what? call it like Kim's field trip day or whatever. Like, every single situation she encounters is danger and it's insane because, like, this is not possible. Like, this person cannot possibly harm her because every person she has met so far has tried to kill her. But it's just a, there ridiculous. There is a bear, right? There a is a, bear. a cougar and a yeah. bear. I think there's a bear. Oh, and the mountain lion. My, I heard about this she because she got bit, bit uh, on set and had to go to the hospital. Ooh, it really bit her. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was during the... Trainer, the, uh, the trainer was could, like telling make her... Make friends she, with it before we start filming. It'll be easier. And she went over to pet it. to pet it and it clamps down on her arm. Oh, yeah. poor girl. That uh, sucks. But yeah, that happened in season two and it was just every every person. Like, yeah. The car pulls I, over, she will... She, she will die today. Right. Anyway, yeah, that was, I, but it didn't turn out that way. It's, you know, mm-hmm. she got help. She gets picked up by, like, the local police, and she's desperate to find her dad because she knows her dad's coming to the warehouse yes. to rescue her. And she, he is, and he's getting incredibly panicked. Yes. So, um, Jack calls Nina. Mm-hmm. And instead of Nina telling him... Because he trusts her unconditionally. She's 100%. the only one he seems to trust. Yeah, it is. And, of course, she's the only one that can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we're all waiting, or I don't know about you. Did you know prior to that moment that she was the mole? Before she didn't tell him she was alive? I, I'm pretty, I think it's revealed in the second to last episode that it's Nina talking to them. Okay. I'm not... A, Hundred percent sure, okay. but so, t- but to us that like we didn't know up until that conversation when when he does when she doesn't tell Jack that, that Kim, is, Kim safe, is safe and alive that yeah. we know for sure that she's the mole. And basically, she misleads Jack and tells him that Kim is dead and was found by the Coast Guard floating in the water. Yeah, she contacts uh, Dennis Hopper. Sure. And tells him that you know Jack probably won't come in and like he's insisting to speak to Kim before yeah. he comes in to trade himself for her mm-hmm. and obviously they can't put her on the phone because she's not there she's escaped mm-hmm. so their big plan is let's piss him off so that he will attack us yeah because that's the only way we're gonna get him they're all holed up in the warehouse there's what like 10 guys seven of them with guns yeah and so, yeah, she and she says, well, you'll have to kill him because if he comes back, he'll know I lied. Mm-hmm. And if, they're like, of and course we're going to kill him. That's the plan. That's the whole plan. Okay, this is another thing that drove me crazy. So they, they go through the plan. He They tell him his daughter has died. He, he goes has into a rage. He has a breakdown first. He just, like, sits on the floor and cries. I thought that was actually good. Yeah, yeah that he, was good. He pulled that off well. Uh, it wasn't, like, super cheese or, like, you know, it was just no. the, the right amount of, like, Sutherland's great all the way through. Crushing news. And then, yes, he goes charging in, guns blazing. He Kills does all seven. A, it's amazing. He does a, uh, not a drive-by oh. shooting, but a yeah. drive-through shooting. Mm-hmm. He takes the van through the warehouse, and then behind it starts killing everybody. They immediately run away. Yes. 
The plan was to get him there and kill him. But I feel like their plan was sabotaged by the fact that three of them were killed. Also, did you guys notice right the shot? The There's like a weird jump shot where uh, he's holding one gun and then it cuts back to him and now he's holding two guns. <laughs> and he's like running and shooting with two guns oh, at yeah. the same he's time. He's double shooting. He's killing everybody while, you know, not getting hurt at all. And, yeah, it completely, like, they're these huge gang, Serbian gangsters, I assume. They have this plan to lure him there and murder him. It's mm -hmm. been the plan for the whole entire day. They're not particularly gun people, I don't think. Especially the two of them. The, the second he the gets there, the son, I Andre, think is like, everybody run! <laughs> like, what is the solution to that? Are you going to come back later and kill him? That made no sense we'll to me We'll get outside where we can split up. It was like horror movie thinking. It was, uh, yeah, I don't Yes, uh, I don't then know. we flash back to the CTU. Um, Terry goes wandering to look for Nina mm -hmm. because she doesn't believe that Jack and Kim are safe. Mm -hmm. And she wants to hear it from the one person she trusts, which is the person that slept with her husband. Like, that whole scene made no sense to me. It drives me crazy in movies and TV when it, people just fucking stay still and do nothing they'd be completely fine yes but they just have to like cause themselves problems this for is, the sake uh, of the tv like it's, i know it's you know, a, but it's, it's a plot driven show uh, it just uh, it's frustrating especially because why would you i i don't know she's my, it, my biggest problem right now with uh with her is is the getting all this knowledge from you like that she's gone through so much so and much. she's acting so balanced yeah she is again she's i mean she's not calm she's acting she's i thought worried. she again okay maybe that actually does make me feel better in a little way because i thought she was like overreacting and being like really annoying about this when like everything's resolved and all you have to do is sit and wait but yeah if you have been like raped and beaten and like you know, been through torture for the last 23 hours, you're going to be anxious until you see your family again. Yes. I get that. Okay, so we'll forgive her for and that. I think she's been back at the CTU for maybe like an hour or maybe an hour and a half. Oh, While okay. everybody else has already been saved or maybe even longer. Like, yeah. So an episode or two. Yeah, an episode Probably or two she's been back there. she was at the hospital. Has she seen Jack? They see each other definitely halfway through the season. Okay. Does Jack know that she was pregnant? He learns... After it. or before she dies? I think before. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no right is, time to it learn. Is, there oh, is, Jesus. I'm pretty sure. I think they do talk about it, yes, because that's when we find out that she's pregnant, and she asks Nina, like, do you still have feelings for Jack? And Nina's like, oh, I'm going to leave town. She's on the phone with her handler. They're talking about and uh, her being extracted. Extraction. She realizes her cover is blown because Jack has killed every single person in that warehouse single-handedly. Yes. Single-handedly? What, yeah. two guns? In seconds. And um, there's blood leaking out of the cupboard because um, Nina has killed, you know, whoever Worker. was in the lab and shoved her in a closet. And uh, Terry starts, obviously, to realize something is wrong. So, and this is where I wrote, your daughter ain't dead, but your wife and unborn kid are about to be. That, I knew it. I knew it right away. Yeah. It was, even before the comment about, uh, like, make sure no one can tie you to Germany, and they had had the conversation, like, oh, I didn't know you spoke German. Yeah. Even before that, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Although I feel like maybe it's been on the internet, that, like, that I knew his wife 
yeah, I'm was sure. killed in the first season, so I, I maybe yeah. that's why. But to me, it felt again so telegraphed. Like they could have made that a shocker, where once, you did not see that coming. And they, to me, it was just like they just. Once they, Nina kills that nameless technician in that back room, like there's no way that she's gonna let. Yeah, more I totally agree. And, and even though we haven't seen the missing twenty-two episodes, she doesn't come off as even sort of sympathetic, like or no. like empathetic that she's gonna risk herself just because Jack loves this woman or just because this woman is pregnant. She's yeah, and she she does come back in later seasons. She's very, very cold. Like completely opposite of what you see her being in the first season. Well she's in So you see her real self or is it because It's her real self, yes. Interesting. Uh, so Jack tells George that Nina is bad news and again we already talked about that. I don't understand why he doesn't immediately Look for Terry. Right, sends her the proof that shouldn't exist. Uh, yeah, they show her. The, they see the video of Jamie. Um, Jamie quote unquote yeah. committing suicide, which was actually murder. Another thing that I thought was funny when he was like, "Send it to my screen," and like the screen popped up in the car. <laughs> and it was like so fancy. Pretty um, impressive, considering they're still using floppy disks in this show. Yeah. So that kind of technology. Cutting edge right there. Yeah, so Nina, you know, she kills everybody that comes anywhere near her. They get into, like, the weirdest windshield gunfight where they're both shooting at each other. Through, From behind the driving, the Behind wheel. the wheel, through the windshield, at each other. Like, wouldn't you be worried that bullets would ricochet yeah. if you're shooting at a windshield of solid glass? I'm surprised they didn't have bulletproof windshields. Okay, so then we get the reveal um, that she says, you think I work for... Drazen. I had to rewind it three times and I still couldn't understand right. who, what she was saying. Okay. I don't think they even say they Dennis, Dennis Hopper's name in the finale at all. Probably I not. had to look it up, so I I just kept writing Dennis okay. Hopper. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so she, they say they give a list of bodies that Nina has killed. Walsh, Jamie, and Ellis. So Walsh is the head of the CTU, right? Mm -hmm. So he gets killed sometime in... in the intervening period. Fairly early on in the first season. Okay. Wow. And Nina... I wasn't expecting him to go. Because he's barely attached to the action. Yeah. And Nina is the one that kills him? Or because of her intervention, people are killed. And who's Ellis? Do you know who that is? I don't. We don't, okay. meet, we don't meet him in the pilot, so... I just thought that was interesting, because it was just like a long list of people that she's responsible for murdering. Uh, Tony is very sad. To, to, to find out that she's actually a bad... Like, just his expression in that scene was... They were an item at that point, Oh, were they dating? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so sad. And then we get the daddy-daughter reunion, which is very touching. And then we get the unfortunate, where's mom? And uh, he finds his wife, who was pregnant with their second child, dead in a chair. Mm -hmm. And we get the flashback to the pilot. And they show, the, like, basically the beginning scenes of the family together and their conversation about them being in it together, and, and, and that's it. That's, that's how it ends. Well, I guess the question then, I mean, we wrapped all this up. Yeah. Feel like. So here's my question is, will you continue watching this, Hannah? I probably won't. It's, there's some temptation, but it's, it's just too much, and it's... 
Like I said, I honestly, I didn't love it. I really expected to. Like, I feel like you went into it sort of, like, anti, not thinking that you were going to enjoy it. I went into it thinking that I was going to get sucked in, and that's why I've been avoiding it, because I didn't have time. I mean, I know a lot of huge fans. My mom was a huge, huge fan. Uh, You know, Saskia's been talking about it for months. Uh, I've even heard, like, there's an amazing 24, like, workout program where it's like you can only watch 24 when you're on the treadmill and you get so addicted to it yeah that's a great idea for fitness you to work out is watch tv while you work out yeah that's the best way to combine two passions um but yeah honestly like i don't know if it's that it's dated or just just to me just tell i what i didn't i wasn't surprised like Outside, before we started, uh, Saskia and I were talking about one of our favorite shows, The Vampire Diaries. Excuse me. And one of my favorite shows, The Vampire Diaries. There we go. Wow. Uh, and, and that show constantly surprises me. Like, it, things happen that I'm just like, there's no way I could have, you know, and with 24, like, not once. I got a couple laughs out of it. I thought the dialogue was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I Agreed. thought the writing was pretty good. Um, but, like I said earlier, the list of of people that I love that have made an appearance make mm. me want to... I might just... It makes you season curious. Two. Is that bad? Can I just jump to season two and, like, forget about the rest of season one? How about this? How about it's I just watch the season? first and final episodes of every season? That's not a good no, idea. No, I don't think that works because I think that's what... I think this is not a great TV. <laughs> it's not. Yet. It is not. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, because it's so... So much happens that you have not even a thread of in either of these episodes. Well, but I feel like... I'm not, I don't really care that I missed it either. Yeah, and that's like, how I feel, I feel like we as got well. The informi- we I got feel like with Rome and with Call the Midwife, I really loved those two episodes, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is a good indication that you're going to love the episodes that came in between. And honestly, and, and I hope Saskia does, forgives me, but... Every time the time jumped because of the commercial, I was happy. Yes. <laughs> Closer to the end. It's terrible. Well, you know, Saskia, you have plenty sorry. of time to warn us about this show. You could have said, you know... What could I have said? <laughs> you spent so much time hyping it. I don't think it was terrible. I just don't know that it's worth the investment of... There is, there is certainly nothing life-changing about 24. Hundreds, oh, I don't hundreds know. It changed of hours. Yours. Oh, it changed my... Well, yes. Hundreds of hours. Phenomenal. Okay, I, there's also a, another thing I wanted to say about it, is that season five is heavily regarded as the best season of 24. If you look up any like lists of mm-hmm. the rankings, and people just put season five on the top. And for me, season five was the season... When it started to go off the rails. Was it after season five? Nope. It was season five. Season five is ridiculous to me. I was like, I love seasons one through four. I think they're like really great and super enjoyable and not necessarily unpredictable ever. They uh, even start to follow very obvious patterns, Mm -hmm. which eventually become... Routine. Yes, and yeah. like everything you know is like, oh well, this guy is gonna die in this year. Anyway, it just it became very obvious. But don't you feel like it's more the the delivery system, like the the twenty four hour time clock that that makes it so interesting to people? Not so much like the content. Like yeah. if you watch like Homeland, which I tried to watch, I know, and made it eight episodes. I couldn't in. get through the first season either, <laughs> so maybe that's not a good example. But I don't know. I just feel like it's not, like, 
This is a, like, do you feel like you learned anything from it? No. You yeah. will never. No. It's, it's, to it's, me, it's like, like a it's, cheesy action movie. It's, it's yeah. incredibly yeah. perfect for what it's supposed to be. hours long. It's like Speed, the TV show. Yes. Where it's all built around well, a ticking clock, which is really... a little more campy, I think. Than, well, 24 is pretty campy. But the but central premise is the same. The, where it's built directly around a ticking yeah. clock. Yeah, and it's about revenge. Time. And there will... It's got Dennis Hopper. It's got Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Almost okay. every episode is guaranteed to have like a cliffhanger at the end. You're like, what the shit? I can't stop watching. I can see why you would get hooked on this. Yeah, but and I feel like that never... wasn't the case in the finale or in the pilot. Not not particularly. There isn't... I feel like there's not that much that happens in the pilot. Yeah. It's it's and very... Like, you don't even hard. know it's, that they're yeah. kidnapped. And for, well, Kim is being kidnapped at the very... Well, again, right again, there's Maybe. no indication that that's you don't know anything related to the Kiefer Sutherland situation. No, right? you that's just, just think like it's some creepy dude that's gonna like date rape her. Yeah, which well, is upsetting, but it's not really. You don't. It's, you don't see how it's no ties connection it. at all in the first episode. Yeah. All right, we've been talking about yeah, this for almost up, two guys. hours. So oh, wow. this is crazy. Let's pick our next show and uh, I, move on with our day. Uh, no so looking at the list. I'm not looking at the list. You cheater. I'm so just for the, the record, for I spent many hours this weekend culling this list, so there should be nothing on here that we hopefully can't find. Can't find. It is no longer in order of date. Okay. So Wonderful. high or low is not going to do anything so okay. you're just gonna have to pick a random number can we pick our numbers now yes i picked 24 <laughs> okay okay what do you pick saskia hey 360 360 as in the degrees that <laughs> <laughs> great okay 360 it moves too fast dun, 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 dun. What is it? What is it? Okay, guys. Next week for TV Donut, we will be watching again another special episode of TV Donut because I have seen every episode of this show so many times. What is it? Greek. Greek. Yes. Oh, awesome! This has been on my to watch list forever. Duke. Clark Duke. Baby. All right. Okay, guys, this like is going to be a great one. Um, um, just for the record, what was Yeah, the other one now? was... Uh, was that 360 or 24? That was 360. I know. 24 is animated, and it is uh, Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. Whoa! Would you please watch Adventure Time? I, I, think we just, I think we just picked the next two episodes. That's not the way it works. It is. Oh, we gotta right. pick one or the other. But that I does have not get never. Taken out of the show. No, no, no. Okay. Nothing gets taken off the list until we watch it. And just for the record, for us and uh, our loyal viewers, there are now one thousand one hundred and forty-eight shows. Wonderful. So that is how many episodes we have to do before I will release you into the wild. Okay. Okay. Please let us go. So. What do you want to do then? That's Adventure oh, we're Time. We're Greek. Are you sure? What is? Is it which one? What is? Comedy or drama? Greek is a comedy. Well, it's a dramedy, right? Yeah. I'd say it's a dramedy. It's 40 minutes. Okay, it's an hour show. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say go for that one. All right. I'm so excited. I have all the DVDs just okay. right over there in case anybody wants to borrow them. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. This uh, special episode of TV Donut 24 has been a lot of fun. And yes. uh, next week, I will be in the hot seat defending one of my all-time favorite shows, uh, the cute boy, Cappy, I met him just a few weeks ago at oh, my office, you? and oh, I had yeah. a panic attack because he's so beautiful. 
I love how much time you spent at that office panicking over cute. Oh, so many cute boys in my office. Anyway, thank you once upon a time for hiring all the cute boys and putting them in my office. (laughs) Okay, so uh, everybody have a great week. Enjoy your TV donuts. Enjoy and uh, watch some more 24 because it's actually phenomenal. Don't bother. We'll leave that up to you. You don't bother. Bye. Bye.